With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Pittsburgh Steeler fans. What's up, Steeler Nation? Thanks for joining us for another Wednesday night edition of Pump Your Brakes. I see the live chat is banging already, Big G. What's happening with you, man? Man, I'm chilling, man. Just trying to get through this this week of anticipation. Been real busy. College football is in full effect. Pro football is about to be in full effect. Man, it's just sometimes it's almost on overload. But yeah, I appreciate for sure, for sure. And same with the live chat. They lit up already. Lit up like a Christmas tree over there. And I think they ready because it's game week. So let's go, Steeler Nation. Let's talk what we talk. Game week. I like the first comment from Brian Brown. I think he I think he's making reference to our to our bus, our bus cover for the for the show this week. Yeah, for sure. We, we all getting on the school bus like Jerome Bettis, but it's big triple triple OG homie Shannon White. What's up with you, man? Hey, I love that new bus graphic for lots of reasons. I mean, it does remind me of Jerome and you know. School's back in session, and school's back in session for the Steelers, and the NFL's back, baby. And I am so excited about Sunday. 
And I don't care who's playing. I just want the Steelers to take care of business. I'm with you, man. You guys know the best thing about the school bus? What's that, Tay? That is gold and black. <laughs> hey, Tay, I got to tell Shannon what we used to call Jerome Bettis back when we was young, man. We didn't call him Bettis, Shannon. I mean, you can't you can't say when we was young. We actually Jerome Bettis' age. He might be yeah. a year older than us. <laughs> when we was young, when we, when we was younger pups, yeah. we, didn't call, we didn't call Jerome Bettis Jerome Bettis. We called him, we didn't even call him the bus. We called him wheels. <laughs> we used to yeah, call him, yeah, yeah. We used to say wheels is out there just killing him right now, man. Yeah, I remember you. You definitely used to say that. I mean, Beals, baby. I could have I could have one too many beers one one game and said it with you, but that really wasn't my thing. Just like just like <laughs> we talked about the Browns, you called Nick Chubb chubby. That's not my thing either. <laughs> that's, that's all, G, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys. So we came in with the the breaking news: Joey Bosa has signed. Yeah, that's a beast, man. That's a beast. That's one of that's one of your old state boys, Big G. Yeah, but I just wanted him to hold out for a couple extra days, man. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna front, man. I you know what though? I'm I'm proud that he got the money because he deserved it. And he's the number one play player, defensive player in the, in the whole NFL right now. He's top dog. You know, yeah, so. I think he's the highest paid defensive player in history. Five years, one seventy. That's yeah. That's that's about eighty million short of quarterback money. Man, well, it's like hundred twenty three million guaranteed. Yeah, is that what? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's up there. You know, you know what they said. What the 49ers said? They said that boy is him. <laughs> they, said, <laughs> they said he is him, man. Pay that man his bread. You know, but pay that pay that, pay, pay that man his money. But you know the thing is though, I don't know. So you know, just by being an ex football player, I don't. I mean, I know he's a he's he's been he's got training going on and all whatever else conditioning. But I don't think he's ready. I, I think nah, he's, you can't. You can't. You can't. No way. No way. Yeah, he's not. I mean, don't mean he won't play, but he's not going to be nah, as good nah. as he was if he went through a full training camp. Yeah, so, nah, nah. so we probably getting like sixty percent Joey Bosa. I mean, Nicky yeah. Bosa. Yeah, but they got to have him on a snap count. Yeah. Maybe twenty, uh, twenty-five. There's no way because you're the more you play him, if he's not in game shape, you're risking injuring the highest paid defensive player in the NFL. Yeah. For the opening week, that that yeah. would be crazy. And I don't think the Niners are that crazy. No. Right. No, I I agree with you. Yeah, they they're going they're going to definitely have them on the pitch count. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you know so so that we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh since we since it broke news, what coach Tomlin had to say about it during his press. Yes, we are preparing for Bosa. It's it's prudent for us to assume that he's going to be there and prepare in that vein as opposed to be surprised. Uh, we were in a similar circumstance with a dynamic rusher a couple of years ago in TJ. Um, we got a deal done at the 11th hour. He showed up in the stadium, and he was TJ Watt that day. And so that's what those guys do. Um, they show up, and they are who they are. Yeah, so that was yesterday's press conference when we didn't know whether or not both would be playing. Coach T is like, well, we preparing like he's going to be there no matter what. Right. Facts, man. Hey, guys, have you seen the 49ers? They have an issue. Yeah. The reason that took so long to get done is their top eight or ten guys, a lot of them are making in the 20-some million a year this year. And they are, they're going to be like the Rams yeah. a couple seasons ago. They got to win now. They're yeah. built to win now because some of these guys, they're not going to be able to afford. And they're going to have to make some, free up some salary cap relief somewhere and that the Steelers done went through that we didn't remember and then you don't have depth uh and you have a weaker roster on the your fringe players I, I think the Niners had a chance to win it all last year yeah. and then the injury happened to Brock Purdy uh and that was the end of that but they are set up that they need to win now I would, I would rather have the Steelers situation is yeah. what I'm saying having having uh Brock Purdy makes makes that a little, a little more doable because 
Yeah. That joker just starting quarterback and he's making like <laughs> 1.1 million a year. Yeah, yeah. No money, no chips at all. Right. I mean, it's probably somebody on a special team ace that's making more money than him to start quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, take the punter. <laughs> probably so. The I don't know San Francisco's punter, but he probably is. Yeah. Hey, so Omar Khan, he stays at it, man. So Omar Khan brought in a few different guys to work work them out for workouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think, and these guys probably they they wouldn't make the fifty three, but it doesn't mean I think Omar Khan and Andy Weedle and Mike Thomas thinking is don't mean you can't better the practice squad. Facts, yeah. facts. So you know, so some of the guys they brought in linebacker. What's do I have his name on there? Kel no. Kel Sanders. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Kel Sanders. He played for Baltimore. I believe he was he was undrafted at Alabama Birmingham. They brought in Kalen Barnes, cornerback, yep. seventh round pick in last year's draft, 2022. And they brought in a Mitchell Agu, yep. linebacker, edge, yep. undrafted, played at UCLA and for the Miami Hurricane. Yep. So, you know, Omar Khan keeps irons in the fire. Yep. You, you, got, you guys like that method and that mentality? Well, 365 days a year. <laughs> he... Uh, Con and Waddle are always looking to strengthen the roster. They do not take a day off. They, they, you know, the game preparation is going on. Back in the old day, man, we didn't know where Kevin Colbert was. Right. I guarantee you, he wasn't working out a lot of guys. Uh, when the practice squad was just full and the 53 was just decided. But here they are bringing in four guys. They don't have an injury and they don't have a need. But that shows guys who are committed and understand that their job is a year-round endeavor. And it's refreshing to me. I, I mean, because that's how... You, you're going to build a championship roster. Yeah, right. Shannon, just, just you know, to piggyback a little bit off what you're saying, the issue is this. The better look you get from your pra- practice squad is the better you're going to be prepared for the game, upcoming game. If you notice, those players look similar body types and structures to 49ers players that they currently have on their roster. They almost can mix and match some of those guys with current guys on the 49ers roster. So you give them, you give the first team a heck of a look. That gives them a lot to, to be prepared for and will look out for. So, so I think that the practice squad this particular season more than ever is going to be critical for teams to be prepared because you just don't get the practice reps like how you used to. And they're definitely not going to go body on body to take any chance to get an injury. So you got to have looks and you need players that look like might not have the same skill set or speed, but they look like the guys that you're preparing for. So those guys look like 49ers players. So once again, chess move by Omar Khan. That boy out there playing chess. He says, skip them checkers, dog. We playing yeah. straight chess. Right. I don't disagree. Hey, that's why I didn't get the memo. Look like both y'all got your Pittsburgh gear on. Here I am again with a I got a superhero, I got a Superman shirt on. Now grab me, last grab the jersey in the back, bro. You good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last week, Shannon had on Incredible Hawk, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And you had on Spider-Man? Yeah. And what I have on? Who? We, we all had on superhero shirts. You don't remember superhero Oh, yeah, 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 we did. It was superhero, superhero Wednesday last week. Yeah. But you don't remember who I had on? You, Shannon? I don't remember either. See, I told y'all. Spider-Man, y'all don't remember me. But you know what? I'm going to help you out. Team Captain. Yeah, there you go. Captain yep, America. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I had on last week. Yep. yep. But so the Steelers picked the team captains on Monday. Kenny Pickett's the captain of the offense. Miles Killebrew is the captain of the special teams. And TJ, Trent Jordan White, and Cameron Hayward are the captains of the defense. So what do we think about this? Why why only one offensive captain you think this year? To show that Kenny Pickett is in clear command of the offense. Yep. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. And that was strategic because he he I'm not saying he needs confidence, but what I'm saying is is that this shows that the team is 150% behind him. Let me ask you a question. Yo, your senior year, my junior year, high school, 
Who was yep. the team captain? Brian Boyd, Lamondo Watts, Mike Jackson, and Todd Fish. So two on defense, two on offense. So why two on offense? That's what I'm asking. How come not two on offense? Because well, the year before, my junior year, your sophomore year was three one. It was three defensive, three defensive captains, one offensive captain. So you know, it, it just depends on the makeup of the team. You know, this this team yeah. definitely is showing that. Yeah, it's defensive heavy, and I mean, there's no way Cam couldn't be a captain anyway, and why? But offensively, man, it's no doubt the guy is KP. And we're going to ride with KP all the way into the sunset with this. And the rest of the guys rally around him, man. Why, I mean, really, while you're playing, that shows that, hey, look, that's our dude. You know how Terrell Owens was crying? That's my quarterback. Don't say nothing bad about my quarterback. That, that's what's going to be happening with these Pittsburgh killers this year. That's my quarterback, bro. You, ain't, you can't hurt him. You can't do nothing to him. So I like it. I, I dig it for real, for real. Yeah, they like Kenny. Shannon, you got any, any thoughts about the captain? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of thoughts. Last year, they had to use Mitch Trubisky. Because they had no quarterback with experience that anybody respected on the roster. Yep. So they had to go with Mitch Trubisky. And then they went with Najee Harris because he at least had one season under his belt. And he was a hard worker and his teammates respected him. That was such a young team. And they just didn't have a lot of options. Yep. And this year, Kenny Pickett started that offseason out with his throwing program with all them receivers. He has an office of his own at the facilities because he puts in so much uh, game film, watches game film and so much time there. Yeah, uh, he is un the unquestioned leader. This has nothing to do with Najee Harris. It is doesn't mean they're disappointed in him. It doesn't mean that there's a competition between him and Warren. I've heard all this nonsense. This yep. is all about the respect that Kenny Pickett has earned. And in any number one, if you've got a quarterback that you believe can be your franchise quarterback, he is almost always your captain yep. on offense. And that's what Kenny Pickett, they're, they're believing he can be. And they're showing faith in him by making him a team captain. They seen how he handled adversity last year. They seen his clutch ability, and they seen his leadership ability. What else do you want in a team captain? Facts, Danny. Right, G. Aquatic life asking you to shed a tear for your quarterback, man. I will. <laughs> I will. He's gonna bring me to those type of emotions this year, man. In one way or another, in one way, I'm just gonna be hostile because something crazy happened, or I'm just gonna be so proud of him. I'm just gonna shed a tear, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shed a tear and be like, "That's my dude, man. That's KP8." And listen, Steeler fans, I don't. If you're a Steeler fan right now and you're not totally just excited about Kenny Pickett, man. I question whether or not you're still a fan. I really do, man, because this this is what we've been waiting for for a minute. It's time for this dude to go. I remember all the excitement was around Roethlisberger when he was a baby, and he when everybody knew, oh, he's ready. We know Kenny Pickett is ready, so yep. we need to have the same enthusiasm like we have for Big Ben for KPA, man. I don't, yep. I don't understand why people don't. Difference being, Big Ben. The year before he came into his second year starting, he played some games. He was fifteen and one. Yeah, but look at the team he had around him. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that's. I'm saying the the excitement though. So yeah. you come off a fifteen and one AFC Championship season. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that the hype would would obviously be more to me. Yeah, not that not that we shouldn't be be excited and hype right now. Yeah, so. You know, we play, Gray play the 49ers, and it's always questions about the 49ers quarterback situation, but we know Brock um, Purdy's playing, right? Yep, true. So is there anything to this Mr. Irrelevant versus QB1 from the 2022 draft? Yeah, yeah, because it, what's to it is is that I believe the quarterback that plays the best, the team's going to win because I think all other positions is a wash. Running backs is equal. Wide receivers is equal. Defense is equal. Special teams is equal. So it's going to come down to who quarterback plays the best. And I look for KPA to outplay for a rock bird. And our, well, I do say we got another advantage too. Our second advantage, we got a better coach than Kyle Shannon. Than, the Steelers got a better coach. Uh, Mike Tomlin is a better coach than Kyle Shannon. I'm telling you. And he's going to prove it on Sunday. He's a better coach. So... But it's about the quarterback. You mutate. What are you looking for in the X's and O's that 
that will allow Tomlin to show his superiority in coaching, like you say? I think that the 49ers are going to game plan for us to come out vanilla in a lot of ways. I don't. I, I think the deal is Pittsburgh's got to prove to the league that they can go vertical. If they can go vertical in a plat passing game, that is going to send a you message want, you to want, the team. So, so it sounds like it sounds like you're getting into one of your keys to the game. So let's just go there. Then we we'll go to break. Then we we'll come back and get Shannon's keys to the game. How's that? Sure, sure. Yeah, we got to go vertical. We, the big key to the game is that Kenny Pickett's got to throw for 250-plus yards and play to a faster game tempo because the 49ers are going to play seven guys in the box. I'm telling you, six and seven in the box all the time. They're going to stack it up against Najee and Jalen Warden, and they're going to be like, okay, you guys are going to say you're the bully. Prove it to us. And all KP's got to do is see some of them guys that you see on the screen singled up 18, 14, 88, 80, possibly 19, Catch them boys one-on-one or crossing routes or up the seam routes and just go vertical on them. That's all they got to do. Once they hit San Francisco, because I'm telling you right now, San Francisco ain't prepared for that. And, oh, by the way, San Francisco's weakness is they defensive back. That's where, that's where I, you hit them I, I agree with you there because I hear about the entire defense, the front, the linebackers, the safety. I don't hear about them corners, though. So go vertical. Just go for all right, once you once you go vertical, they should have at least five to seven either seam routes or outside vertical shots. If they hey, hit three or four, if they hit three or four, it's a dub. Shannon, will Coach Tomlin allow Canada to let the thoroughbreds out the stable? Based on what I seen in the preseason, I'd have to say yes. He seems to have complete confidence in picking yep. something that he didn't have last year. But you know, he earned it this offseason with the hard work he put in, and then the preseason he had. So I, I don't, unless we start seeing a cl- uh, clusters of interceptions or or something like that cost them games. Uh, which you know, there's going to be growing pains, but I expect Kenny Pickett to protect the ball, but yep. be much more aggressive this year. So I think uh, Tomlin will take off the the cuffs and let him let him play. Nice, nice. Yeah, I hope. I hope so. I mean, I would like to to try and go up seventeen to three, and then play from in front, then play from behind as much as we did the yeah. past couple of years. I mean, we always coming back or in nail biters and stuff like that. Let's just let's just breeze to a win. Let's throw let's throw twenty one on the team in the first half and go into halftime up twenty one three, and then let that defense lose. Sound like a, sound like a game. And that, and that running game too, all at the same time, right? So nah, big G, I like your key to the game, man. So you saying? The passing game is what's going to open up the run game. Because San Francisco, I'm telling you, they're going to play six in the box, seven in the box, as much as they can get away with in the box. That's why, even though I love Pittsburgh's 12 personnel, I want to see them in 11 this game. Come out in 11 and put the fear of God in them. And then when you go 12, for our move, Washington in the slots and straight up the seams. Put the fear of God in them. You know, so then that way they back up. Because because the issue is they're going to press Najee. They're going to pre- I'm telling you right now. They're going to press him. Now, Najee's a grown man. He ain't just going to take it to be taking it. He's going to try to hit that hole hard as he can. Jalen Warden, too. But go vertical on their behind. All you got to – I'm telling you, San Francisco is one of them teams that they're a front-running team. If you hit them in the mouth a couple of times, they don't know what to do. So punch come out and punch them in their mouth. Dead in their mouth right off the back. And then now what, bully? Since you, since you think you're a tough guy, now what? You know? I, I, I agree with Reginald Rivers here. He said keep the penalties down. I think that's I think that'll be a focus for the whole season because the offensive line had way too many penalties last year. Facts. And I think with the change in the offensive line, the you know, the upgrade and the another year continuity for those guys that have been there, because really the only change is Siamalu in for Dotson. Facts. So and he and Siamalu's a great veteran. So I mean it should be it should be some continuity there. Yeah. But so if you if you're watching on YouTube, we about to take a quick break. If you're listening on audio, you're gonna hear a couple couple ads. We need to pay a couple bills right here. When we get back, we're gonna get uh to Shannon's keys keys to the game Sunday. So if like I said, if you're watching, we'll be right back after this. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back on the Pump Your Breaks podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tate, sitting in with the triple OG homie, Shannon White, and the little fella, Big G. So now, fellas, what we want to do is get to Shannon's keys to the game. Shannon, take it away, man. <clears throat> well, do you got my graphic, too? Yes, sir. <laughs> which, which way are you going first? As you see, I think the key is going to be the Steelers' new offensive line against the Niners' front seven, not just their defensive line. The reason I say that is because with the Steelers wanting to reach outside zone and get to the second-level blocks, with Warner and the other, uh, I can't think of the other middle linebacker for the 49ers. He's really good, too. Greenlaw. Greenlaw. Yes. They, they, you're going to need Daniels and Samalu to be able to come off their combo blocks and reach that second level. If they do, we see what the Steelers are capable of. Uh, Samalu is such a huge upgrade because last year there were so many procedural penalties on Dodson. There was, there was, uh, he was uh, illegal man downfield so many times. Uh, he totally whiffed on blocks and on assignments. Samalu is the ultimate consummate professional. That, those days are over. But what people is not realizing is Dan Moore took such a huge leap this offseason that he not only held off Roderick Jones, but now Roderick Jones can be that six lineman when they go heavy. Yeah. And think about this. Not only do you put him, put Washington on that line too. Because Washington Ooh. is like a powerful tackle who can run and kill you. Yeah. So if the Steelers could get leads, they could go and power run and, and punish things. And then use a guy like Washington, use a guy like Hayward, the backs out of it, you know, and, and then burn them over the top. But to me, for this week, the Steelers have got to control that defensive front seven. Because as Big G said, the secondary does not scare anybody. But we know that that front seven is excellent. And yeah. we got Hargrave in there. But I feel comfortable, guys, because they got Cole and his bookends is Samalu and Daniels. That's the best interior the Steelers have had in forever. So I believe the Steelers team 
on offense matches up well with the Niners' defensive front seven. Agree, Shannon. Agree, man. Without a shadow of a doubt, could be a huge key for this week's game. Without, without a shadow. Yeah, of a doubt. I don't, I, I don't disagree with anything that Shannon, Shannon had to say. Um, I think that is a key to the game. And your other key, Shannon, is the same thing, just the opposite side of the ball, right? Yep. Well, that um, was Big G's key. That was Big G. <laughs> there hey. I am. There I am. When, when, when my brother Tate showed me this yesterday, that number fifty-five right there was Devin Bush. And I said, brother, how could you ever associate my name and my likeness with Devin Bush? And he, he, he quickly changed it to, to my boy, Cole Holcomer. So I'm very pleased with that. And I appreciate everything Tate does for me. I think that this defense, you know, we're showing Montrevious Adams in the middle. But I think the key to this season and the Steelers' run defense and the ability to collapse the pocket is Kanawha Benton. Yeah. And I believe that Benton will eventually be the starter He's going to pull more minutes. And I think we'll see Armand Watts working oh. in there because he's also a very good pass rusher. Now, he don't oh. always get sacks, but he gets a lot of pressure. Uh-huh. And when you got all the talented pass rushers the Steelers have, if your defensive lineman can flush those guys, those quarterbacks that make a move around in that pocket, you're going to get a lot of sacks, fellas. So yeah. I think that the Niners have got an excellent defensive line. But when you got to block the two outside edge guys for the Steelers, and you got Cam Hayward, and you got all these other talent, and finally physical inside linebackers, I think the Steelers can stop the run and make the Niners pass. And now they're going to have them. They they run a ton of slants and stuff across the middle with McCaffrey and Samuels and Kittle. But now they got some linebackers in there that's going to punish some guys. Oh. So it ain't going to be like I'm just running free, had like a day at the park. They're going to stick some guys, and it's going to be a painful process. And I expect to force turnover or two. Hey, so I, I got a question to ask both you guys, man. Kyle Shanahan, just in my evaluation of him as a coach, he's sort of predictable. Because what he does is he sets up the run-to-run play action and run those little cross with Debo, run little cross routes, and then play action, roll the quarterback left and right. If you go back and look, typically the 49ers struggle with defenses that are real fast. So do you think that the Steelers have an advantage because they're a super fast, super athletic defense? That Either one of y'all can answer that because I, I think they do. But I just want to see what your reaction is. Yeah, Kevin, do you want to answer or you want me to? Yeah, go ahead, Shannon. In my opinion, as you say, the Niners, they just punish slow defense. Yeah. Like if they, like last year, uh, in years past, like uh, say the Vikings defense last year. Yeah. Or, or, you know, but now when they play a team like the Cowboys that had the speed, uh, you know, they it wasn't guys running wide open. Right. And, yeah, and I agree with you. I think that, that, that speed factor definitely limits the effectiveness of their offense. <clears throat> They, they also had a real tough game against Denver last year. Denver beat them. Yeah. And Denver didn't win many games. So, but they had yeah. a fast defense. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so, yeah. Yeah, I think for sure that's going to be a factor. I think I think speed – I agree with Shane. I think speed can neutralize the 49ers offense somewhat because, I mean, when you, I mean, you put – it's like strength on strength, iron on iron. You put speed on speed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, they try and, and, and – Run these different different routes and different plays for Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle, and you know get get Brandon Ayuk with a bubble screen, and you know have Debo all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And so speed can neutralize that. The Steelers have a lot of speed on their defense. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But is that going to make Quan Alexander an even bigger factor in Week One? I- I'll let Tate answer that, but I already know what I'm going to say. Go ahead, Tate. Yeah, I, mean, I think it has to. I think he gets mm-hmm. he gets the majority of the snaps with Cole Holcomb. But, yep. but you know, there there will be those instances when when Landon Roberts is still in there. But yep. I do think Quan will get the majority of the reps this week because that's what the matchup dictates. Yeah, I agree, Tate. You hit it out the park, bro. I agree without a shadow of a doubt. He's the neutralizer for anybody who thinks they're going to come across the middle. And he's the neutralizer for anybody that they run at the scene. Whatever side Kittle's going to be playing, he's going to go to that side. He's the drop linebacker to run with Kittle. So, you know, because believe it or not, 
That's the biggest offensive key for the 49ers. I don't care what nobody say. They got Chris McCaffrey. They got Debo. When they start hitting you with Kittle, they become dangerous. So let's take Kittle away and see what everybody else can do. That's why I think Alexander's going to play. Right. So now, real quick, we're going to get into to my takes. Um. So I have two. One of which is the Steelers need to control the middle of the field on offense. I think prior move, Najee and Warren need to be able to, to own that middle of the field, whether it be, whether it be on screen passes whether it be on draws, whether it be fire move coming up the scene, the Steelers just need to get to get big plays in the middle of the field. That's, I agree, Tate. Okay, yeah, that's definitely one of one of my thoughts. That's why the matchup is our guys against uh and Shannon mentioned them earlier against Greenlaw and Werner. So and then my second thing is the Steelers need to stay ahead of the chain. We don't we don't want no third and longs. Yeah, yeah. You know, we want to get four or five yards on first down. We want to stay. Yeah. We want to stay on schedule and stay ahead yeah. of the chain. I think that's big because if we if we doing that, then we sustain the drive. Yeah. And if we doing that, then our defense is staying rested. So, so take, you want a bunch of thirteen plays, sixty five yards, seventy yard drives. You want hey, four, it can be runs. it can be it can be five five play forty yard and then boom hit them over the head for that for that thirty yard touchdown. Okay. Okay. You know. It's more to me. It's more about execution. If you execute, and you're gonna move the chain. Exec- you know? Execution yeah. and balance. Yeah, yeah. That's what right. they got to have this year, and I think they got the talent to do that. But last year they were so one dimensional, and they could not score. They could possess the ball, they just couldn't score. Now I think they have the talent to improve their execution and have offensive balance. You know what else is there? Right. Right. Yeah. And, and- I, I certainly agree. Tomorrow this time, I'm sure. All of us, I bet, I bet all of us three anyway. Yeah, we'll be watching the football game tomorrow. Who, 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 to the TV set. who, who opens up tomorrow? Kansas Detroit City, Lions Detroit. Kansas City. Yeah, let's talk about it. The first game, Detroit versus Kansas City in Burrowhead. <laughs> That's so, what they call it. <laughs> yeah, Burrowhead. They call it Burrowhead. Man. That's Joe Burrow House. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what do you guys think? Does Detroit have a chance? Like, Detroit is this is this new Vogue team. That's why they they're on the opening kickoff Thursday. I mean, what do you guys think about this matchup, this game? Rumor is Travis Kelsey's game kind kind of decision. Yeah. Chris Jones is still holding out. Yeah. Um. So Chris Jones holding out. Travis Kelsey may not play. I mean, so that's two of their three best players right there, right? Yep. So what are we thinking? Lions with the dub three one three in the house, bro. <laughs> it's really that simple. You don't have your best offensive weapon outside of Patty Mahomes. You don't have your best defensive player, who is Chris Jones. You're going to lose. The Lions, Lions going to be hyped up. They got a fast twitch offense. It's a new look offense. They they got one heck of a defense. And Patty Mahomes better look out because that that Anthony Richardson kid or Adrian Richardson defensive end out of Michigan is a monster. So Hutchinson, not Richardson. Hutchinson. Yeah, Hutchinson. Yeah. Hutchinson. yeah, he's a monster. So so I'm picking the Lions. That's that's my early thoughts. I think Detroit going to beat them. I would I would love to see Detroit win just to get Kansas City. Any AFC team. Playing the NFC team, I'm rooting for the NFC because the AFC gonna be that tight this year. Except for us, we gotta get to the NFC. Well, of course, this. us. I'm talking about everybody else. <laughs> Hello, McFly. So, Shannon, what's what's your thoughts on the on opening kickoff night game tomorrow night? Well, for years now, and the Kansas City Chiefs proved it last year. As long as they have Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, they got a dominant trio. When they had Tree Kill, they were a big play, flash play, explosive offense. Last year, they wasn't. People didn't pay attention. They did not have anywhere near the explosive big plays that they had in the past. But Mahomes just pulls a rabbit out of his hat. The guy's the best quarterback in the NFL. There's no discussion. There's no. There's nobody else that's close. Facts. But 
the most dominant connection is Mahomes to Kelsey. They don't yep. got that anymore. Yep. At least for this week, because yep. if if it's a hyperextended and they keep saying, well, they think that it's ACL's attack, that means it's a severe hyperextended. Facts. So you you know you're not going to play him for a few weeks and make sure he's ready. And if you look at their wide receiver court, I like Sky Moore a lot, but then they got Tony and then they got Scantlin and they don't have much else. And then Gray is their backup tight end, and then the running backs ain't spectacular. If you really look at this, they are Mahomes in a really good offensive line, and the rest of their skill position guys outside of Kelsey, I'll take the Steelers. Yeah. And their defense relies so much on Chris Jones. Taking him off of the Chiefs is like taking T.J. Watt off of the Steelers. That's facts. So I think that the Chiefs are in trouble. And I don't – they're number one in the power pole. They won the Super Bowl. But I don't see it right now. And I think that that front office needs to make a move or two and, and bring in some more help for Mahomes. They need to make sure they get Kelsey back 100% because that's their meal ticket. Andy Reid ain't going to change. Mahomes ain't going to change. But not having Kelsey and not having Chris Jones, that's huge. Yep, I agree. Right, no. I mean, I'm 100% on. So – who, who are you picking that game, Shannon? It's the home field advantage. We know how they are at Arrowhead. Mahomes pulls rabbit out of his hat so many times. But just looking at it, I think Jack Campbell is a heck of a coach. And that is a team on the rise. And I believe they win that division. I think without Kelsey, if Kelsey don't play, and I don't think he will, I think it could be a close game. And I think the Lions could win that in the end, pull it out. 3-1-3 in the house, Shannon. 3-1-3. <laughs> Take on love that 3-1-3, boy. <laughs> because, because you know, Big G, I didn't. I didn't back up off it last year. What was my motto last year? Detroit against everybody. Detroit against everybody. Yeah, yeah, three one three. So you know, I mean, it's kind of like just because of the proximity of where Detroit is to from from where where we grew up. Yeah, about a about an hour and a little bit south of Detroit. You know, I kind of was would root for the Lions. That wasn't like my team. The Steelers is my team. Yeah, and I I kind of rooted for the Eagles because you know my brother was an Eagles fan. So yeah, but I kind of I, I mean I, I like the Lions. I'll be rooting for them tomorrow. I'll be rooting for them most time this season. Now I'm kind of torn. Go ahead, Shannon. But don't you think that everybody kind of roots for the Lions? I mean, I like the Browns. The Browns fans are so you know <laughs> can be like the a bit, can be a bit much. Shannon, but, did you just say you like the Browns? No, I said, said un- unlike the Browns. Unlike okay, the Browns. Oh, So many of the Browns fans live in La La Land. Yeah, Lions fans are long suffering, but they still root for them and they still care. They show up, yeah, even if they got a bag on their head, and yeah. you know, and all them Thanksgiving slaughters, you know, that we're all trying to eat our meal and we lose our appetite watching the Lions. Now, I think I said Jack Campbell earlier because I love Jack Campbell when the Lions picked him yeah. in the first round, yeah. but it's Dan Campbell is yeah. the, their excellent coach, and Jack Campbell is their excellent linebacker. But Correct. Uh, I think everybody kind of roots for the Lions. Two teams that you don't see a lot of hate for is the Detroit Lions. And the Indianapolis Colts because there just isn't a lot to hate. Don't yeah, have a lot of and, 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 I mean, but I I could I could hate Indianapolis just because of their owner though. That Ursa. that Ursa Ursa. can can make them unlikable. But I agree with you about Detroit. <laughs> Detroit is is a, it could could be viewed as a lovable loser. Yeah, who kick the rocks? Ursay? Ursa, get to kicking. <laughs> get to kicking, man. Kick them rocks. But yeah, so yeah, I like I, li- I like Detroit too. I mean, I'm rooting for Detroit, so I'm not putting no money on it. So I'm going to root for Detroit and. <laughs> Everybody, listen to pay or be dirt at your own risk. Good thing this game is tomorrow. Y'all won't hear from him till Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so he can't tell you which wrong way to go. <laughs> hey, so we got, I mean, we moved pretty good. We got a few. Well, I got a couple Steeler questions. Yeah. I want to ask you guys, I want you game predictions last. First, I want to know over or under four and a half sacks. Over, over for the Steelers. Four and a half. Over. Absolutely. Why don't get two? Highsmith going to get one. And a couple other guys going to get one and one. What and it's four and a half? Yeah. Yeah, four and a half. Over under. 
I've been thinking four or five sacks all along. So I think the Steelers win in the end. I do think that they're going to have the lead to make the Niners throw it. So I'm going to say over. So Thanks, over for you. Yeah. Okay. So over under two and a half interceptions. Under. They're not going to get two and a half. They're not going to get two and a half. I think there's going to be forced fumble. Yeah. There's going to be some hard tackling. Yeah. Okay. Maybe one pick. Maybe one pick, but not two and a half. So maybe one, not two though, because two is under two and a half. Yeah, no, not to one. I think, I think, I think the defense is set up to turn the ball over. So, and I think if they get pressure on Purdy, Purdy and Purdy, you know, he he won his five games last year, got to the playoffs, won by play calling and 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 and, and the schematics of Kyle Shanahan's offense. I mean, whole summer of tape on him. You got to watch at least seven games last year. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are coming in, and and they're they're the defense is built Terrell Austin to mix a young quarterback up. Purdy's still young in this league, just like Kenny Pickett. Yeah. So I think two and a half might be a lot, but I think they get two picks. I just, I'd rather, I, to be honest, I'd rather have one pick, can't pass not now, so they get frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Because because I'm telling you, that's what frustrates the break shoes off of a wide receiver. When it's them, him and a defensive back, and he gets his hands on it, and the DB knocks out his hands, oh, they get frustrated. They're like, oh, man, come on, man. And all it takes is two, three of those, and now you're in their head. So I like the plastic deflections and breakdowns and knockdowns. I like that stuff, man. Because that lets me know that the defender is in the hip pocket of the wide receiver. Last, Nobody's last, wide last, last, last two here on offense this time. Najee Harris, 80, 87 yards rushing over or under. Maybe a couple yards over, but maybe 88, 89, but over. Because he's going to get 20. He's going to get 20 carries. So he'll get about 88. I'm going to say I think he'll end up in the teens and about 70-some yards, uh, a touchdown. But I think Warren is going to you know, get some of them carries. Because he's going to hit the hole faster, and and he's going to be a little more effective against this defense. Okay, I like. I mean, I, li- I like both of them because Shannon's is right under with few less carries. Big G is a higher carry amount and getting right at the mark of eighty-seven. Okay, so Kenny Pickett over under two hundred thirty yards, one and a half touchdowns. Overall, day and night. <laughs> Overall, Kenny Pickett going for two fifty and two tutties. Maybe three, maybe three, but he going for two fifty and two. You can you can put it in the bank. Go on mm. and put the bet. Place the bet. Two fifty and two all day okay, night. Okay, okay, pay dirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The boy about to hit him. What about you, Shannon? What you think about that one? I think that they are. I agree with Big G. They're gonna have to throw a little bit more to loosen up that Niners D. So I think he'll have probably in the two seventy two eighty range. And I think that he'll have one passing, maybe one rushing. And I think that uh, Harris will have a rushing touchdown as well. So yeah. overpass under TDs. Yes. And and your score prediction, Shannon? Now, under, it would be over if you count the rushing touchdown for Pickett. But if you're saying passing touchdown, yeah, I would think you'll have one. Okay. Uh, my score prediction, I don't know why, but 24-20 Steelers keeps, you know, I, I said the three touchdowns. I think they'll hit a field goal. And I think that the defense is going to really neutralize, control the game. They'll give up a late score, but 24-20. Nice. Big G. 28-20 Steelers. They hit for four TDs this week, man. Pickett gets two. Najee gets one. Warren gets one. Steelers hit for 28. 28-20 Pittsburgh. Oh, I, I like it. We Mar- agree on the 20. <laughs> yeah. And mine was similar to you guys. Not exactly the same, but I said uh, I got the Steelers 23-17. Yeah, very close. Yeah. Yeah. 23-17. But okay, fellas, so we got a few minutes left real quick, and I got emphasized real quick because I'm talking to you guys. You guys know how you guys can be because you, <laughs> you know yourselves. So this is what I want you to do. We're going to start in the NFC. I want you to pick a division, four division winners yeah. and three wild cards. Then we're gonna do okay. the AFC, and we got about eight or nine minutes, so let's make it fast. If you if you take it too long, you know what. You- 
Put your Shannon in the passenger side. That was hilarious. <laughs> I'm scared to death. <laughs> so yeah, so so let's go. Which one you want? Whoever goes first, the others go first in the AFC. So you guys decide who go first. Shannon, let me go first with the NFC. All right. <clears throat> Philadelphia Eagles for the NFC East. NFC North, Chicago Bears. Mm, NFC, NFC South, New Orleans Saints. NFC West, San Francisco 49ers. Three wild card teams, Dallas Cowboys, Seattle Seahawks, and the Detroit Lions. No, I mean, that Chicago's a hot take where everything else is kind of kind of chalk, I think. But I, mean, I like I like Chicago pick. I got I got Justin Fields in both my both my fantasy leagues. So hey, I'm rooting for Chicago too. Yeah. I got him in my fantasy league too. <laughs> So what, um, what are you thinking, Shannon? Well, I think the Philadelphia Eagles will win that division, and I agree that it could be Dallas or the Giants. But I'm going to stick with Dallas. It's a wild card out of that division. Okay. I think the Detroit Lions win that division, and I don't think nobody else makes it out of that division. So, so far, you got Philly and Detroit division winning. Philly and Detroit. I think that the surprise team, I, I mean, the Saints can be competitive, but I think the Atlanta Falcons is going to be a surprise team. I, th- I have more faith in Ritter. Uh, and, and what they're building there. And I think, though, it's going to be, a, again, a weak division. Yeah. But I think that, that he can win that at Atlanta Falcons. And then in the West, I don't know about Seattle. I think, you know, Geno Smith's my, my guy. I mean, he's a Mountaineer, and I've always rooted for him, and I was happy to see him. And, and they got some talent out there at them wide receivers and with Walker at running back. And, uh, but I think they're going to be uh, the wild card team, and the Niners are going to win the division. Okay, so your wild card teams is Dallas, Seattle. Was it third? Oh, Lord, I didn't give you a third one. I don't know. I, I just said, uh, out of the North, I like Kirk Cousins. I, I think that they're going to be able to overcome Cook. I think Mathis and, and some of the guys they've got there, uh, of course, they've got Hawkinson and they got Jefferson. And they, and, they, and, they, and, and they got your boy Jordan from USC. Addison. Jordan Addison. Yeah. Yeah. And they got the influence of Brian, uh, Brian Flores on the defense. Yeah. Right. So with Kirk Cousins, uh, I think they'll, they'll be the wild card. Okay. I like I like those picks. Now, AFC, Shannon, you go first. Well, the AFC, <laughs> a lot tough. I'm not going to start the, in the North because <laughs> I think in the East, Miami's due. I think that Aaron Rodgers brings so much to the Jets, but he also has his personality. And you cannot separate his personality from the player that he is. Oh. And that always rubs teammates the wrong way over a long season. So I think that Miami wins the division and the Jets are the wild card. Then in the South, I- I've just tried to think who I think is going to win the South. Well, let me go to the North. How about that? Because mm-hmm. I think the North has three playoff teams. I-, I really do. I think that until somebody proves me wrong and knocks them off, I think the Bengals are going to win that. Uh, I think the Steelers are going to be second and be a wild card team, and I think the Ravens are going to be a wild card team. And in the West, there's always somebody new, guys. There's always somebody new. I'm going to say it's the Chargers. Oh, I, I think it, that Herbert's got to put up or shut up. It's time. I think they got more talent than people realize, and I think they can win that. And and in the South, I'm still trying to figure out who. Because usually I always say Tennessee's the class, class of the South, but who is it? Yeah, it's probably got to be Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, they do have Trevor Lawrence, and they really show, they proved a lot last year. But I think that would give you enough wild cards right there, ain't it? Yep. Yeah, you're in. With two coming out of the north. Yep. Right. So, wait, who was the third wild card? The Steelers. Okay, yeah, Jets, the Steelers, and the Ravens. Okay. Big G, 
Your, 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 your AFC playoff maker. AFC, AFC East, the New York Football Jets is going to win the conference. The, AFC, conference. the conference. The conference. The conference. They're going to the Super Bowl. No, they're going to win the AFC East. They're going to be the divisional oh, winners. Division. You think division. Yeah. division. Divisional winner. AFC South, Jacksonville Jaguars. AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals. But revisit so, me in three weeks. <laughs> and, and, both, both, both of you said the Bengals and since the AFC North inception in 2002, no team has won three years in a row. That's why I said visit me in three weeks. Because I got the Steelers right there. I wanted to say it so bad. Yeah, but I just, I just gotta I just gotta wait. I gotta hold on just a little bit, and then AFC AFC West still proven otherwise. Kansas City, your, your three wild cards: Los Angeles Rams, Pittsburgh Steelers, and Buffalo Bills. You said Los Angeles Rams, Chargers, Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert in the game, man. I'm not yeah. bad. Justin Herbert in the game, but, I, so but like I said, the wild cards is the Steelers. Yep. The Chargers. Buffalo Bills. Yep. The Buffalo Jets. Bills. So my Miami don't make it. Miami don't oh, make it. Baltimore don't make it. Ooh. Nope. Lamar Jackson ain't played 17 games in three years, dog. Come on, man. Talk to talk to mm-hmm. who he played. Yeah. I mean, make make a whole lot of sense. I mean, we all know the AFC is going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, I like I like both you guys' uh, picks. I'm hope Cincinnati don't win the division. They can make the playoffs. I don't want them to win the division for the be the first team to win three times in a row yeah. because we have we have to hear people's mouth like B Dirt and Tim Lyons in the live chat now. Mm-hmm. We have to have to hear these jokers' mouth, big G if the Bengals take it again. But hey, yeah. so fellas, man, that's pretty much a wrap. I mean, yeah. the game is Sunday at one o'clock. I mean, you guys, you guys gonna be able to watch. Oh man, without a shadow of a doubt. Oh yeah. I'm ready to roll. Fire stick ready. But it's on Fox though, it's on national television, at least in my area. Because the Bengals yeah. and the Browns play each other in, in my area, so that's the one o'clock game on CBS. So in my area, it's gonna be on Fox, and I'm getting the Steelers regardless. But I, I, I got the fire stick. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, I, um, in my area, it's the Commanders and the Cardinals. How trashy is that? Yeah, oh game. man, horrible game. That's terrible. Horrible, horrible game. It's <laughs> this big G. You know what it is. Trash. Trash. <laughs> dumpster fire, dumpster fireish game, man. Throw that game yeah. away. That's, what about that's you, Shannon? Up. You down? You 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 in the Pittsburgh Steeler market, right? Yeah. If it's, uh, I pretty much we're regional here, so I get all Steeler games. So I don't have to get the ticket or anything. I'm ready to ride, though, man. I'm Makes like, I ain't missing nothing. I ain't missing nothing. <laughs> but okay, fellas. So let me just say, man, check out all the everything on the Steel Curtain Network. You got you got all the all the different YouTube podcasts that we do. Monday the hanging over hangover with Shannon and Daniel J. Tuesday the Scobro Show. Wednesday's the Pump Your Break Podcast with the Triple OG Shannon White and Big G. Thursday will be the heavy hitters, Jeff Hardman, Dave Schofield, and Bad doing the preview show. And Friday night, you get me and Big G again, whether you want us or not. You get us again mm-hmm. on the homie podcast. And again, listen to all the audio podcasts. Jeff Hardman's Let's Ride. I listen to it every Monday. And that's the one I listen to most. I'm probably guilty of not listening to all the other ones, maybe. If I got time, I'm not doing nothing. I'll listen. But 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 because of what I got to do on Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings, I'm always listening to the Let's Ride podcast. But so, yeah, Shannon, what you got going on the rest of the week, man? And what just what's going on before we get out of here? Uh, I've got a stock report article that's actually kind of a preview since we didn't have an actual game to talk about. Uh, so it's more of a preview of what this season could look like. And, you know, with all the new faces and new places. So a uh, few predictions. Kind of check that out. That'll... I think we'll be running tomorrow. Uh, again, we we're growing. We're seeing the numbers go up, and and uh, we just really, really appreciate this community. Really do. I'm with you, Big G. Hey, for sure, for sure. Thanks for rocking out with us. The live chat is lit. We got over 107 in the live, but we need all you guys to hit that like button right now, for sure, for sure, to get the algorithm up for the Steel Curtain mm-hmm. Network. Hey, but check me and Tape Boy Fresh, like he said out 
on Wednesday nights on Pump Your Pump Your Breaks podcast with the Triple OG Shannon Shannon. Please don't forget to check us out on Friday night where we go with B Dirt and Payday on the Homies podcast and the Homies After Party podcast, which is a hit. People are loving it because we go in there and talk football, but we still stay a little bit on AFC. And don't forget to check me and Tate Boy Fresh out on Sundays on the Know It All podcast where we rock out with Amon. We're going to give you the business on Sunday because we think them Cowboys is going to be trash this year. So make sure you come out and check us out on the Know It All podcast. For sure, for sure. And don't forget to check me, Big G, out on the Level Up podcast. Aired Wednesdays on Fans First College Sports. Right now, we're on audio only, so you can check us on Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. But coming to you shortly, we will have a live YouTube podcast because they're loving it already over there on the Fans First Sports Network College Football. Man, can we get some love for our basketball show? Oh, yeah, I'm, man, I'll never forget about that. And don't forget you start, about that. You started start doing college football. You got brand new. <laughs> hey, hey, man, my passion is for college football. But, yeah, I can't forget about uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast with me, Relly Hall, and my boy, Tate Boy Fresh. And I heard we got a new guy coming in, man, Sweet T. We'll be rocking out with us on the Cavaliers. That's rather Cavaliers podcast. So check us out for sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay, fellas. Well, I think that's a wrap. And if, if you got anything else, if not, Shannon, take us home. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.